Hello, hello. <laughs> okay, we're doing accents then. Trying something different. You know? All right, so hello guys, we're back <laughs> on the podcast. Um, that's pretty good. Thank you. We didn't talk about accents in this episode, but we, we talked not, about a lot of other things. What are we talking about? Oh, I can't. I mean, I think we talked about texting and communicating. A little bit of texting. What texting is like in the twenty first. Twenty first century. I don't know century in. Yeah, yeah. Are we always a, a hundred behind? Are we in twenty one or twenty two? No, century? it's twenty worst. Twenty first. Yeah. Anyway, we talked about that. Um, about we talked about getting being, picked up. Being like, what? Well, how do you pick up people when clubs come back? And the best way I have ever been picked up. Yeah, that was a good story for Such sure. Such a good story about being woke and all that bullshit. Oh yeah, fuck, I hate being yeah. woke. And if if you want to live forever. And slacktivism. Oh motherfucking slacktivism. Just wait and find out what that means, you guys. Yeah, Stay tuned. All right. This episode is brought to you by The Granville Room. They are located at 957 Granville Street and are now open every Friday and Saturday night from 6 p.m. until 11 p.m. and hope to be open later in the near future. Stop by early between 6 and 8 for happy hour and free poutine followed by live DJs. For more information and booking tables, please visit them at safeandsoundent.com or at Granville Room on Instagram. All the time. That's my whole, that's like my, that's my shtick. That's your team. That's my thing. Okay, let's get started, bro. All right, episode 41. Welcome back, people, to a new episode of PNC, baby. What are we? Yo, you know what it is. That's Post Nut Clarity. Let me get that Post Nut Clarity. I love that Post Nut Clarity. Every time, it gets better and better. It's a good-ass thing. You know what? Actually, I've noticed ever since we started this pod... Mm. Me and you. I call it a cast. My, our cast. But it pod works. Our too. podcast. Oh, wow. See what a there? Boom. My post on clarities have been so much better. I've been feeling more alive, more me, more clear. You should. You should more you, clear. You should, before you text people, you should get a nut out and then send your text. Every single time. You'd be nutting a lot, though, bro. Me? You text a lot. Oh, true. It's your main true. form of communication. Every time, hey, Akio, are we meeting up today after fucking nut? Huh? <laughs> well, no, no. Anytime <laughs> you're sending a message that has some kind of like repercussion or there's some emotion involved. A little passive aggressiveness. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. It could be a good, a good It's te- kind of fun being a little toxic bitch. Totally, sometimes. but it could be like an experiment. You never know how it might work out better. It might work out not so good. No, but sometimes <laughs> I'm so fucking, you know, just seeing red. I just want to fucking hammer back. But, but I can't just go hammer myself. You could. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll be a new thing. You'll like it. Maybe. The maybe. anger just rubbing out real quick. Yeah. Well, I, okay. What's the harm in trying? Uh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Fine. I'll make that my new year, new February resolution. Yeah. Between now and Valentine's Day. So Did I you have any New Year resolutions? No, I don't really keep them. Mm. And so, and I forget what they are. I just try to like... You know, in the moment, if I need to address something, I'll just kind of do it as I need to. I know? agree. And you know what? You know how people, they go <clears throat> in 2020, they were like, oh, in 2021, it's going to be such a good year, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I refuse now to even make any expectation of what the next year will be like. I think yeah. it fucking like, you know, I Too thought in pressure. 2019, 2020 is going to be fucking amazing. And what uh, happens like on January 1st, all of a sudden, every, why can't you reset whenever you want? Why can't true, you start to do true. something in November 2nd? I agree. Or May 3rd. Why do we always need the fucking next decade, which okay. we've, uh, I mean, a calendar <laughs> next year, yeah, sorry, yeah. not a decade, but we need a calendar date to yeah. dictate when we want to change. It's, it's bizarre Fuck that, that. As, as, as humans, we kind of all gravitate towards that. Fuck the norm. Yeah. <laughs> when we created the norm. Fuck the norm. Yeah. You know, nothing feels normal until it does. Like everything sure. feels awkward until it doesn't feel until awkward it, anymore, and then it's normal. Like like homoerotic sex. Sure. <laughs> 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 I 
but we're talking about texting. So how? What would you put your ratio of texting versus phone calling? Are you I, like fifty? Every single time, I would rather a fu- fucking text message. But like, how I often? I got so annoyed with a phone call. Yeah, phone calls. I get annoyed too. I but irritated. But what's your ratio? Do you take any phone calls? Like I do. I mean, obviously, like I'm working and stuff. I have to take phone calls. Yeah. But I'd rather most of the time just have a fucking text message or just send me a voice memo. Like so, it's so much less pressure. If you get a hundred people contacting you, different people. Yep. How many are, are whatever communications with different people? How many of them are text versus phone? Like 10? it's hard, but I would say maybe like ninety percent of it is text. text. Yeah, which is which is nice, and ten percent is just like whoever I have business with or whatever, yeah. or working with that call me because you know. Do you it, think? What do you think of that? Like of, of texting as a way of communication? Do you think it's better than phone calls? Do you think it's just different or? Worse? I like where you're going with this conversation because. <laughs> <laughs> um, Texting is probably the worst way to communicate, like yeah. 100%. But people easiest. misconstrued everything. Yeah. Mean, like intentions are completely misplaced yeah. through text. But it's just the easiest fucking way. Like I would rather text and try to be as clear as I can yeah. be. And if there's any like problems, communicate it all over the phone yeah. later on. But um, I would, yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah. but even there, you just said like, yeah. you, if there are any issues with communication or... It's just easier. You, you, would, do it, you would fix it later on, but yeah. you could fix it right away if you just... Phone phone call. Call. But the phone calls are just too much pressure. I it get like nervous. It's like performance anxiety, you know? Yeah. Dick gets soft. <laughs> Taking anxiety shit. Have you ever been texting like in an argument or something with someone and you're and like they're writing, but you're not even reading what they're writing because you're so busy entranced in what your your thought is. And so All so you're time. like trying to get something out and you're not even paying attention I'd to what never, they're writing. And you know, even in happy conversations, I'm just like so I'm so wanting to get my joke in yeah. that I'll like I'll ignore what they said just yeah. so that like I feel better making my joke, even though if it, if it doesn't apply anymore. But yeah. I'd be like, haha, like. You know. But imagine if we did that in like, in like, um, like right now in like a conversation. Like you're talking, you're talking, you're talking, and I'm just like kind of writing my own, this saying something over you. It has <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing to do with anything you're saying. <laughs> it's such a bizarre way to communicate. Such a weird way to communicate. But the, the the fact of the matter is is that it is the easiest thing. And do you like texting? I love texting. I text when I'm walking. I text like in bed. Like, you, you, like having a phone call seems like a lot more effort. You know what I mean? So much effort. I can be taking to... a dookie texting. I can be fucking walking the dog texting. I exactly. Be watching TV texting. I'm still in my own like personal bubble. Nobody needs to know what I'm doing. But on the phone call, it's like, you know, if I'm taking a fucking shit and on the phone, people know. Like, Ooh, yeah, uh, like, hold on. Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, that, like, droop, droop. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> Um, Sometimes I go whenever I'm on the phone with like, you know, like uh, a good friend. No, like CRA or something like that, like the IRS. Oh, like when you're on like a hold for a long on time. On a hold, long, long time. I have to go take a shit, and like sometimes the fucking answer while I'm in the bathroom, then I have to stop. But that's the worst. Like, and like that always happens. Like, turn off the fan so they don't know that. Like you're you're on hold with someone, and they always pop on the line at the worst moment. Always. It's like they were fucking waiting. They were listening. Yeah, and then you get another you get call. Busy. They're like, what the fuck? I don't know. I have another call after I've been on hold for an hour and for a half. For three hours? Yeah. Crazy. These people the CRA are really plotting against you. I'm going to tell you that. I don't understand. Like, why don't they have enough people? Like, I, I don't I don't understand that whole being on hold thing. Like, when I call the <laughs> bang too, like, I, I, I hate being Things on hold. Things that like, just don't make sense. Like, WestJet is another one too. Like, Air Canada. You ever call Air you Canada? You really think this many people are are calling you like that many people where I'm on hold for two hours yeah and I feel like another thing if if you're on hold for a long time with CRA or Westride or whoever mm-hmm. you can bet the people on the receiving end of that phone call are probably taking some shit oh totally they're getting reamed out for one reason or another and it's really I feel bad for them because sometimes I've you know been calling people and I've literally gone like hey listen I know 
this is not your fault, but you're going to take the brunt of what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, no I have one anger else. and yeah. I have no one else to place yeah. it on. I, I have them calling this company and I'm mad at what they did. I know you didn't do it mm-hmm. personally, but unfortunately, you're my access. But as long them. as you acknowledge that in the beginning, it's totally okay to shit on them. And most of the times, like, <laughs> truly, like, the women that I've sp- spoken to have been like, like, I understand, they get it. And they appreciate the fact that I at least acknowledge that. Because then they can just check out for it real quickly. Yeah, but I still need them to pay attention to what I'm saying. Because <laughs> there's still things that need to be done. You know what I don't get? Traffic. No. Like in a general sense? Like just drive. So you don't think there should be any I just don't know. I just signs? don't. It's weird. We're having a segment right now. Things that just don't make sense that should make sense. Like or what? that do make sense. But like I just don't get it. So what Traffic, do you think? Just drive. But what, what do you... Like if everyone just drives, there wouldn't be a traffic jam. Like, why are there traffic jams? Well, a lot of reasons. <laughs> Sometimes there's, like, bottlenecks where, like, you know, four lanes turn into two. So yeah, four I mean, of I get why there are traffic jams, but I just, like, <laughs> or an accident, drive, an accident bro. An is like, a great example of why things So just drive up. past sacks, and why is everyone slowing down? What if you get in an accident on, like, a one... Like, on a, like there's two lanes on the road, and one lane is for parking, and one lane is for driving. There's an accident on the driving lane, and if you so, there's no other lane for you to go unless you're going into oncoming traffic. True, 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 true. true. Yeah. Also, daylight savings. Yeah, that's never true. understood how that works. There's places like Hawaii, I believe, that don't do it, and a lot of some like mid, like South American country really? uh, places don't do it. I'm just glad I my think, fucking iPhone does it itself. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's it's. I think it was based on farming or something, mm. but it doesn't really make a lot of like why why don't we don't just why don't it. just be like twelve when it's twelve? And if you live in Alaska, then half the year it's sunny all day and literally. Day. And if one day it's fucking three p.m. and it's dark, it's just dark. And that just happens only like if you're like obviously when you're closer to the equator, it's not a thing. But when you're further away, like even if you add an hour, it's not going to make a difference. Like in Alaska, it's like parts of the year it's sunny all I day just, I don't even get how it works like if it's going if you're okay your daylight savings so you're going back an hour but you get an extra hour sleep, I, don't, I don't get it so I use um, I, I go fall back because like you winter forward you fall back and then you spring ahead like spring, uh, you know what I mean? so that's the way uh-huh. I remember it. so when spring daylight savings comes in March we're gonna be it'll be we'll lose an hour because it'll be I always feel more productive when I lose an hour though have really? you felt that because every, of what? Time, every single time that we get an extra hour of sleep, I find myself getting more lazy. I don't know why. I don't know yeah. what it is, but I think my body's just trained that springtime. And I also think it's just like, the, the weather, yeah, the spring, sun. the sun, you're just like feeling yourself Energize. a lot more, energized. You just want to conquer the day. Yeah. And then the you fall. You start a podcast. There you go. And then oh. the fall, it gets like darker. It's like colder. You get that seasonal, seasonal depression. I shit. never thought I experienced seasonal <clears throat> depression, but I totally do. Well, COVID fucking would probably r- like ramp that up. True. Like you're Very indoors true. more, not outside. You're not traveling Before I'd at all. still be clubbing even yeah. if it was like winter. You yeah, know? exactly. You'd be socializing, so doing yeah. some other shit. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't going to talk to you about this, but I'm going to. Let's talk about it. Whoa. Well, it's about Kim K. Oh, my <laughs> God. So I know you're a Kim K and She, okay. <laughs> oh, this makes me so mad. That's why I didn't, I, I didn't know if I was going to bring it up. <laughs> so let me give some backstory. A couple of days ago, North, or fucking Kim, posted about North, I her daughter. Everyone should know about this. I, I hope so, Hopefully. But I'm going to put you into this as well. Paint the picture. So, uh, oh, I'm painting. Mm-hmm. Just like North did, because she painted that picture. Okay, keep on going. So North painted this picture and Kim posted on her fucking story and was like, super proud of my daughter. The internet went to shambles because they, no one believed that North had painted such a beautiful painting. She's seven years old. Seven years old. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was, I was very, I saw it and I was like, Ooh, 
I'm like, bro, is she that talented? But then I was like, you know what? I don't think Kim would lie about that. Like, who just lies she, about it? A lot of people who just like, lie. Celebrities like, lie all the time to get yeah, back but in it the just seems like a stupid thing to fucking like a painting. Anyways, know. so um, Akio sent me fucking uh, what was it? The headline or something? And you were like, this is why I hate Kim Gay. It was <laughs> a video, yeah, from Barstool. Of course, you're fucking looking at Barstool fucking videos. It's on my feed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, change your feed. Um, and was like, this is why I hate Kim K. And it was basically a video shitting on Kim, being like, she totally made up the fact that North um, painted, painted the picture. I don't think I hate Kim K. So this is why I dislike her or not a huge fan. Mm. And then, you know, I looked at the painting. If you look, you see where her signature is? Yeah. That looks like a legit, like, children's signature. Right. Which, like, any other seven-year-old would do. Like, a little, like, Yeah, but painting blobs on a that paint, looked, like, making, like, yeah. shapes Arts, yeah. is different than writing Totally. Alphabets. Alphabet oh. letters. Yeah, but <laughs> those weren't blobs. Those were like very nice, <laughs> like Monet-styled. Like there's a lot of skill there. But did you read the post that she brought out afterwards? I did, but have you never gone so full in on a lie where you're like, I have to go so I, ham I, on I the just, other side of this? You know what? I know Kim. No, and I know her character. But answer my question. And I just know that she wouldn't do that. Have you ever lied before and you know you're lying and someone's called you out and you're like, I'm going all in. <laughs> On this lie, have you never done that? I've yes, done it. Yes, and yes. you go to the parts where you get so whole mad. Backstory. Yeah. So is it? I, I think it's possible that she's now going off. Well, anything's life. possible, Akio. Come on. Okay, I think it's probable. <laughs> but go- she said in her post, it took them several months to make that painting. And what do you mean they? Uh, North and her best friend's daughter. They uh, so son, two sorry. two seven year olds did this. Two seven year olds, and you can see, <laughs> and her best friend posted the son's picture as well. It's the exact same. You know shit. And it took them months to do. So I think, you know, cut her some slack. Why are you fucking trying to bully a seven-year-old? Wait, first of all, I'm not bullying You anyone. are bullying I am my not, friend's daughter. I am not bullying. I just, I think it's very, I mean, if this just is true. Just give her some credit, this, bro. This, she she wants her, to fucking paint. Let her paint. You gotta put her in the Louvre. She could paint all she wants, but it's Why'd not, you give some fucking credit? North has nothing to do with this. This is all Kim. Mm. Do you think North was like, Mommy, put this picture on the internet? <laughs> so I did, nah, bro. She's Mom, like, give me some clothes. She wants, she, she, wants, she wants this picture to be put up on the fridge like every other seven-year-old wants their, their art hung up by their parents. Sure. So this is all, I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to believe that it's just, it's I think you're just I think you're jealous. That's what it is. If That's it, what if, this is about. It's jealousy. If it's true, I am 100% jealous that a seven-year-old has skills that I can never even dream of acquiring. But if you were in a class taught by a professional for months, I think you could do a pretty good painting. At seven years old? What were you doing at seven? Pissing your pants? That's what I was doing. At I was I was doing Put, pre-calculus. Putting gum in girls' hair? That's what I was doing at seven. <laughs> you think I touched girls at that age? No, I'm I mean, just we saying. Knew. That's we knew. Shit. We've been knowing <laughs> since for a while. But that's what I was doing at that age. I wasn't painting art that can go into a museum. You know what I was doing, actually? Oh, actually, I can't even talk about it. Anyways, go ahead. I, think you, I used to fucking flash my private parts at... at school and I would get in so much trouble. Yeah, that's normal. That's like <gasps> behavior of a child. Is Th- it? Not part- well, not super normal. But it's, <laughs> it's like uh, understandable versus like making a fucking piece of art that is Yeah, valued. but that's like a regular child. This is Northwest Seahart. Okay. 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 Royalty. Kanye is on a different frequency than most other human beings. I'll give him that. Kim... Like we've had this discussion, <laughs> if she wasn't born into that family, against Kim. if she wasn't born into that family, she'd be like any other fucking 
girl that works at any club in the city. You can't say that. You can't. Say I can't that. say that with any no. fucking no. truth behind it. Yeah, That's but my if, opinion. If if somebody who didn't who's like really good like singer, if they didn't nurture their um, talent, they would be a regular person as well. If you didn't yeah, nurture your rugby talent, you'd be some fucking yeah, if Star I never, Wars worker. If I never played rugby, I exactly. Well, whatever, if she that. never discovered her her talent, talent of, of building businesses and building, building business. being in the spotlight and knowing how to handle herself, then she would never have been okay. the woman that she is. Now. Okay, let's just bookmark this, and then when the truth no, comes out, get, this is gonna be. And when the truth comes out about this painting, one way or the other, we'll replay this podcast. No, no, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just we'll bring just, it up at we'll the opportune <laughs> time and be like, yeah, I told you so. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about like? Like there was a missing piece of art from the Louvre <laughs> <laughs> that North signed. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you hear that? She's being arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh but it's like social media. But like that's a good point. Like I mean, obviously she's defending her her child, which any parent would probably would do. Mm-hmm. But like social media is just like fuck. It's it's so powerful, and it's only there's, there's so much noise right now on social media. It's like. And with that being said, I like what you posted. Uh, I know. Let's go. Let's talk about it. I feel like I was kind of. I've had. I wanted to post that for about maybe a couple weeks now. And I wanted to repost it, but I was like, ooh, it's exactly. Ooh. And I was like shook that you posted it. Not shook. I mean, it's so like, ooh, he on did brand. It. Yeah, I was like, oh, he did it. <laughs> yeah. He did it. That and I wanted to be like, like that should have been my repost. first tweet. Yeah, it should have been. It should have been. Yeah, but like your twit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm guilty. Like anything I do. Our post, like, it's like, you know, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. So I'm guilty of being a slacktivist myself. What does that mean? A slacktivist? What is that? Okay. What is that? (laughs) You know, slacktivism, like, you know, they are... I don't think our listeners know. I didn't know what it meant. You read it, though, right? I did read it. Yeah, it's basically just like, you know, uh, people on social media, you know, posting about an important issue, and that's it. And then they think... That's you know wiping their hands clean and they've done their part. So mm-hmm. basically, backing a, a movement with very little effort. Right. Um, and but I guess is like that I a said, real world word? word yeah, right? I think so. Uh, it's become a real world. Re- real word recently. See, it's hard. Yeah. 100%. Real world. World. Real. Real word. World. World. Ha! Real, real word. word. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Um, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about activism. Oh yeah, I'm and... guilty of it too because mm-hmm. I um. You know, the Black Lives Matters movement with the little black square. I got on board with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously, there's, you know, I don't post every single thing I fucking do on social media that has to do with, you know, any social issue there that there may be. Like, or any causes that you're supporting. Yeah, that I'm supporting, you know, whether it's donations or my time or this rally, whatever. I don't necessarily or post everything. just educating everything. yourself. Yeah, exactly, which I think is just as important, if not more important, than being loud on social media. But so many people now, and I'm sure it's happened to you, we've talked about it before, where if you don't post something on your social media about a certain issue, people think that you're against it. Or totally. Or that you're not, or whatever. Or that you don't support it, or that yeah. you're not a, like a, yeah, you're just yeah. not about the cause. Supporting right? a social media is probably the easiest thing you can do. Literally. I'm not saying it's not important, but I am saying it is the easiest fucking choice you can it can make to take to eight. They automatically day. correlate you to being a fucking like hater if you yeah. don't post it on but your But you know story. how much shit there is going on in the world. Do you like, know no, how that's not right? Stupid social media is like. Yeah. Why am I? You know, like I've definitely been under fire because I haven't posted enough about some type of cause. Yeah. But it's like, bro, like what the fuck are my reposts gonna do, really? And you know how many? It's spread awareness, which is great. Yeah. Totally, I see the point of why people are doing yeah. it. But I just don't think that that alone is not don't cure, exactly cure, cure anything. Mm-hmm. Like all this shit has been. Like, I think Will Smith said it the best. Like 
in the terms of racism, racism has been going on since the since the beginning of time. Whether yeah. it's against blacks, indigenous women, like uh, not women, but like like uh, what's, well, not racism, but um like misogyny, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Xenophobia. Like yeah, they basically people have been hated on whether for a multitude of different reasons since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. The only difference between now and then is now it's just being recorded. Now we have the technology to fucking have it on video. Like I'm in a group chat, group chat and there was this guy in like Burnaby at a Canadian Tire mm-hmm. calling an Asian a derogatory term for parking or something. Yeah. And the guy was filming it and going on and like the guy did like cut him off or something and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, yeah, I did. It was my fault. I apologize. I'm sorry, but there's no need to get racist and da da da." Which is true. But then, like everyone's going off in my group chat, I'm like, "Well, what what was the point of him recording that? Because all all that's doing is antagonizing the guy, and he's gonna be more hateful because of it. But do you why think not it- just have a conversation with the guy like off screen, so he doesn't have to worry about being reposted to the world and having to be labeled as a racist because mm-hmm. maybe maybe." He was in the heat of the moment and whatever else happened, not condoning what he said or whatever. But I mean, I totally agree with you, and I think that's the best course of action for the most, like, I guess, uh, most um, beneficial type of resolve to the situation. Yeah. But do you think that it works so much now because, like you said, we're able to record it and we have people being able to actually face the repercussions from, you know, because, like, that type of behavior obviously isn't okay. Totally. And we're able to rec- record it and now, like, like people are able to face consequences because of their actions. So do you think that now it's like it makes sense to do that type of thing? I I don't know because like I I well, tooth parts. Like I think when you record someone they're automatically now you're in a confrontation. Mm-hmm. And versus if say you didn't he didn't record the guy. He's like, "Look, man, I'm sorry. I cut you off or whatever." Um I don't really feel that there was a need to get ra- like, you know, play the be racist about mm-hmm. it. And then maybe the conversation would have gone differently. He'd be like, yeah, you know what? Right, fuck. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean that. Like, I'm totally not racist. It's just like, it was like me, like, instead of calling you an asshole, I called you this. Mm-hmm. And it could have been resolved a lot peacefully. They could have walked away with it, maybe learned something from each other. But when the camera's in your face, now it's like that person's being filmed is like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm, my back's up. I'm defensive. And the guy with the cameras feels so empowered because he knows he's not going to get punched or anything really bad's going to happen because it's being filmed. Right. But then, um, but in situations like that, things happen so quickly that I feel like, you know, when do you ever (laughs) go into a conversation or a confrontation or like any type of problem being like, okay, let's take a step back and, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I, yeah, I did this and kind of owning your own actions and trying to have a positive resolve. Yeah. Because most of these situations are usually fast paced and very, like, a lot of emotions, right? So I feel like, I don't know, that whole like videotaping thing. But I wouldn't reach for my phone as my first reaction. My first reaction, this happened to me quite often. I'd be I like, agree with my that. My first reaction actually. like, fuck, what, like mad. Yeah. And then I'll maybe say some things internally. But it's not to reach for my camera and to film it. Mm-hmm. It's I'll get mad and then I'll be like, okay, all right, how, what's going to make this better long term? And then usually I'm driving and it's road ragey kind of thing and they just turn left, I turn right and I just forget about it. Yeah. But then, you know, if I was in this situation, you know, I would like to think that I would try to be like, okay, what's going on with this person? Like, why why, why did this just happen? And then if I try it from that angle and it still escalates, then maybe go to the phone or whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, to be honest, like, if everyone recorded you or me or anyone else out there 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we're going to slip up and say some things that, you know, you don't mean necessarily. Like, or that used to be okay and isn't exactly. okay anymore. Yep. yep. Like, I've been called, like derogatory names um, in sport like a lot 
And I don't think those people were homophobic or racist or anything. I think it's just like the and era. The they, moment. Yeah, in the moment, the era that we grew up and like it was somewhat acceptable back then for coaches to, you know, say things that aren't acceptable today if you were kind of like not performing well or mm-hmm. you like got hurt in a quote unquote pussy way or something like that. So, I mean, you know, I have he said things myself in the, in the heat of the moment in certain games and things that, you know, I definitely, if I was recorded and taken out of context, I could be canceled or labeled as this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my whole issue with the filming thing. Like, we're all human. Like, you know, there's I so many words. I think it's a double-ended sword. Yeah. Like, you're able to have people finally face consequences about their actions. And it kind of, it, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like, yeah, I could work to help. It scares people into not being so hateful is what it does. At the same time, you don't think that that's the best way to spread a positive message. But everyone I've seen in the videos of people being filmed in these kind of situations get more angry. Yeah. It's, yeah, every, it's yeah, like, yeah, even with like, yeah, you know, quote yeah. unquote Karens and all that shit, yeah. people not wearing masks in grocery stores. It's never like, oh, I'm being filmed. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I, it's like, it's fucking boom. It's more aggressive. It's like, oh, you're filming me? Oh, I'm going to film you too now. Yeah. And they and they back they back themselves even more. Which is funny because I feel like if someone pulled a camera out on me, right away I'm on my fucking knees. Like, let's fucking. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I saw an OnlyFans <laughs> content <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Whoa. Camera, get on your knees. <laughs> oh, wow. No, but you know what I'm trying to say. I, I start apologizing right away because yeah. I know exactly what they're trying to do with that video. Have I? Have you ever been recorded? Like at no, the club? No, no. When people like we no. get recorded sometimes at the club, or we used to when we don't let people in. They'll put out their phones. I'm like, what? What do you? What, what's going on here? Because you, what you I feel to, like when we're not letting you in because you're belligerently drunk. <laughs> like, like your camera. Like when you watch this, it's gonna be like watching a fucking roller coaster. Like, yeah, you're all over the place. I feel like when you meet these people with some love and mutual understanding. Even if you're belligerently drunk, people understand it. And that's the way that I like to operate in everything that I do. Yeah. Like, I like to, that's just the person I am. Like, I like to be as much of an empath as I can, yeah. make it so that they know that they're like <clears throat> Being fully listening. entitled into what they're feeling or whatever. Yeah. But right now, we just can't do it. Yeah. You just need to know how to conflict, conflict resolve, yeah. which is such an important skill I feel like people need to know yeah, how to do. I'm surprised that you haven't been filmed before. Yeah, because like, I'm not a cunt. Oh, fair enough. But like some people, <laughs> some people that are like wrong, like will film you because they think they're right. Especially in our industry, mm-hmm. when like they've been drinking and stuff. But if you're like meeting them before they even have the opportunity to get to that point, and like not arguing with them and let, letting them like letting them be who they want to be, yeah. and then kind of navigating the situation from there, I feel like they don't have to get to that point. Have at you all. seen any of your doorman being filmed? Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's what I'm they because they, they you know I I think I, we're talking to Justin a few weeks ago I think that's the hardest job like you're have to like say yes and say no totally and you know and even when I don't want to let people in I'll blame them on the doorman yeah exactly they take yeah. like have you seen they that take, forty year old no way um mm, knocked up <clears throat> yep when they go out to the club and one girl's pregnant and the other girl's like in her forties and then Craig uh, Craig Robinson plays a doorman and he's like I can't let you in. Cause you old as fuck, and she's pregnant. <laughs> and she's like, "Doorman, stupid doorman! You're just a doorman. You're just a doorman." <laughs> they just get fucking. They just get shit on Why are you pregnant time. in the club? <laughs> yeah, that was probably the funniest fucking clip I saw in that whole movie. Um, but let me ask you another question about, like, since we're talking about like ask me, baby. activism, do you consider yourself, quote unquote, woke? 
Uh, I try to be. Like, is woke? Do you consider woke a, a good, a, like, a negative comment or a positive comment? I think the term woke came from a positive place. Yeah. That has grown maybe to be a little bit negative. I think being woke just means that you're actively trying to know more about what's around you and knowing, yeah. like, you know, not everything is as black and white as you th- may think it is. Yeah. But I think now, maybe because of social media, because of how things are just going, that if you're not woke, you're suddenly a bad person. But would you say, like, like I would describe it more like you did. I would never say, yeah, I'm woke. I'd be like, yeah, I like to take the time to understand different ideas yeah, and, and perspectives. I think that's what woke means. It's like, supposed I just, to mean. It's supposed to mean. And that's the definition I'll go with. So, yes, in that sense, I am woke, quote, unquote, or whatever. But I don't like the I think new it's taken millennial on, version. Yeah, I think it's taken on a whole different meaning now. Like now, if you're like, like super if you're, liberal, <laughs> if your boyfriend doesn't reply to you, that means he's obviously sleeping with another bitch and I'm woke. Like I know about it, you know? Like, that's bitch what people be woke. <laughs> that's how it's being used? <laughs> Not really. That's a well, exaggeration. Yeah. But, but like, yeah. what, so do you, okay, wokeness in cancel culture, I think they go hand in hand, kind of, or no? Mm, yeah, I would say yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, what do you think your cancel tolerate tolerable tolerable tolerance level is like <laughs> high or low? Like, would you cancel someone for like you know, like for I've, example, like I saw it wasn't an actor or someone dro- like dropped the n word. Like, I think it was like rapping a lyric or something. Mm-hmm. Like, would you like what's would you cancel someone? Like, what do you think you're like uh like my threshold spectrum, yeah. yeah 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 of cancellation i even before even knowing about like <clears throat> even coming on this pod because we talk about canceling a lot yeah. but even before that never agreed with it because you know this person's life is completely and utterly destroyed from one mistake which i don't agree with i think people always should have the chance to do better yeah um and i've always seen that because i'm big on social media like that's kind of the thing right now in like my generation yeah and um to answer your question, I don't have a large threshold. Like it, like or I guess I do have a large threshold. Like maybe. a big, yeah. I just I don't even I can't even say I'm on like I have a spectrum because I just don't agree with it at all. Yeah. So. So what do you think about this JT canceling? Have you heard about this shit? What? You know, have you, you heard about the Britney Spears documentary that came out in the states? Yeah. And they're kind of like I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. They're night. blaming Justin Timberlake for a lot of shit that happened with Britney, and what what happened with that at the Super Bowl. I think ten or something years ago. What happened? Like they, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were performing, yeah. And there was a wardrobe, a mal, like a wardrobe malfunction, and her tit popped out. You didn't, you, you might have been young, but Britney's tit? No, no, Janet Jackson. Okay. And so they're saying that he kind of skated off that. His career took off. Janet had to deal with a bunch of shit. Had to go on Oprah. Had to publicly apologize. Was shamed for 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 that instance. And Justin Timberlake didn't have any repercussions. Why and would Justin Timberlake have per- repercussions? Because he was, was there. I don't. I don't know. Like, but it's like, still but a why are we blaming um, Janet for her boob popping out? It's, it's no one's to blame. Yeah. I don't oh, okay. Know. Exactly. That's what I think. So why? Why does she have to apologize? Well, because at that time people were. Mad saying it was a boob. stunt or yeah different uh, times you know and this okay. was not long it was like 10-15 years ago that's ridiculous that's what I'm poor saying poor girl like I don't think someone wants their boob just out like no. that Anyways. and then apparently it's supposed to be like rip, like it's like that song um, Sexy Back or whatever where at the end it goes gonna have you naked by the end of this song and he like grabs and pulls and it's supposed to be like an American flag covering her tit yeah but I guess it wasn't <laughs> it was just her tit but they're also saying that you know how allegedly Britney cheated on Justin and then he made that song Cry Me a River 
which alluded to that whole situation, and his career took off from there. And Britney had to apologize, go on to like Matt Lauer and talk about, um, you know, like uh, like people like uh, interviewers are making her cry, making her feel bad. How can you do that to Justin and all this? And like for Matt Lauer, for example, who's like a serial rapist that comes out like you know years after that, that he's like a dirtbag and he's yeah. like trying to make this poor girl feel so bad. And See, that's a whole other <laughs> issue, though. That's like about like men versus women type of thing, like and how. Hollywood's okay with everything a man does, but if a girl tries to do anything that's outside of a norm, yeah. that suddenly they're unconventional and they're not normal. And, and it's crazy how much it's, it's changing. Like, obviously, it's still theaters that way, but I think it's, you know, balancing out a little bit more. But, like, mm-hmm. 10, 20 years ago, like, I remember, like, Ed McMahon, you'll see it on the on the, on the the documentary, like, Ed McMahon is talking to, like, a 11-year-old or however old Britney was at the time, like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And some other English reporter was asking her, like, about her boobs, and it's like, what? The girl's, what? Like, the girl's like, 16. Like, oh, you, my God. It's, it's just funny to see how society shifts and, and progresses, you know, in air quotes, you know, well, when should you ever be asking a sixteen-year-old about her boobs? Like, but apparently, what? like back on then, TV, back then it was it was not an issue. Normal. Yeah, clearly there Fuck. was no there was no backlash. You try that shit Damn. now, there would be ixnay on the. But it's show. funny because like, like I'm hearing this for the first time now. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not okay. Is that because what that's not? the like asking a sixteen-year-old about her boobs on TV? Yeah, I think that's not okay. Is that because of? the society I've grown in with now and yeah. that it's normal now or is 100%. that just a but in my head I don't think in 1986 it would be ever be okay yeah like that's just that's perversion like that's but a there's child. so much shit that's normal I, like you look at sitcoms back in like the 80s where like Jack Tripper and um, Three's Company which love is love that show yeah but 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 you see before gays were on TV on, a, on like a like on a, like a regular level or whatever you want to call it, they were, they were um, the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, that yeah. whole premise of Three's Company was a heterosexual man pretending to be gay, being overly flamboyant, offensively flamboyant, you know, by today's standards. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just normal. That was just normal. And and I, you know, I would like to think like you, like oh, because now I can, because I kind of grew up in both. So like I'm here now, and I think that's super offensive. Mm-hmm. But I like was like like 10 or something when that first show came out so I didn't think anything was wrong with it you know but I think it's just a problem of not of people not realizing that other people are people yeah. like I, I, I don't know I don't. maybe it's because I'm grown up now that if I were and you, you know what you know you're right because I find when I was growing up Three's Company was funny right like I thought it was a funny show you didn't think anything was wrong with and it. now you're like, I'm like whoa kind of but it's just maybe like, it's the society we're in now. Yeah, we just you, grow, we we progress, and we. But grow I'm glad. But it's not it's not a negative thing. We're able to now acknowledge that people who are different still have emotions. That we shouldn't make them the brunt of the joke, yeah. which is but a positive. Even thing, in comedy, and even in like you, you watch stand up comedy from like like uh, 20 years ago, there are jokes there that are like. Okay. <laughs> Russell Peters. That's a little di- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, making light of other people's accents and doing that whole thing. Like I, you know, comedy is a bit different because it gets a, you know, that's more accepted that you know, there's going to be some thoughts that are said that aren't their I'm, thoughts. They're just like jokes. Mm-hmm. But still, like there's some certain lines that are, that we, you could cross in the '80s that you probably wouldn't cross today. Totally, totally. <laughs> but but <laughs> I also have this other side of me, which I feel like we're very similar in the same sense. People are a little bit too sensitive, like. If we're able to, like, joke about... Like, I'm able to joke about myself no matter what. Like, if yeah. you want to fucking use me front in a joke, whatever, it's fine. Like, I'm cool with it because I know it's a joke. Yeah. But sometimes some people can't do that now, which is a little bit frustrating because yeah. I like to find humor in myself, and I hope that, like... 
if you're cool, you could do that too, you know? Yeah, but I think it's the same thing with like social media. Like everyone now is like, you jump on this bad bad bandwagon of cancel culture or like, you know, someone says something and then it just gets goes viral and like all of a sudden you have if you don't think that this was wrong, then you're you're an asshole too. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's what bothers me about slacktivism is that, you know, there'll be so many people that will comment on, for example, what kind of had led me to post that was I saw someone post something about um I was saying Black Lives Matter is a great cause, but you know, you know, Asians have been mistreated forever and indigenous people have been mistreated forever. I'm like, yes, those are, those are true statements mm-hmm. and those are true issues. But it doesn't mean that Black Lives Matter isn't an issue. And it's like, like if you're gonna, okay, if you're only gonna talk about blacks and Asians and indigenous, why aren't you talking about uh, like trans issues and female issues and um, Indian South Asian people? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden I can go come back and I'm like, well, you're forgetting all this, so you're you're a shitty person. There's so much shit wrong in the world that you know we that it is the world we live in and we want to make it better, mm-hmm. but you can't like call someone out who has one cause. It's no one cause is is better than the other. You know, it, it's like the human cause. I you agree. know what I mean? So that's what brought me to to drop that fucking um, post. And I was I got I didn't get any negative feedback. I got more people like like good for you. Like it's about time kind of thing. Totally. Um, but <laughs> I was like doing something. I was yeah. I'm, 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 it's You're of, the face of the revolution. It's kind of a, kind of <laughs> iro- ironic that I'm posting about slacktivism. That, that's why, like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Back my cause, you slackers. But I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna post and, and that's uh, it. I'm, and talk about it for five minutes on the podcast. The and yep. then move forward. <laughs> um, but Holy something shit. else that's kind of been on my mind is. Um, obviously, we're both in the service industry. Um, I wanted to get your take. What What do you think is going to happen in terms of the service levels in the service industry? What do you mean? When we come back. What do you mean? Here's what I mean. So, you know, when you go for dinner now, you ask for something to go. Um, they bring you the box. So you can pack it yourself. Yeah. You sit at your table. They don't bring you menus. Typically, you scan the QR code. Mm-hmm. My point is I feel that service is actually taking a back seat to... I mean, not intentionally because we, we're not allowed to we like kind of yeah. be socially distance and all that. But I feel that when it comes back, that maybe that's going to continue. Yeah, we may still lean on doing that. And also, the other thing is because we're tipping, we're tipping a lot more in general, I think, than before because we want to make sure that these people can live and survive, and mm-hmm. we realize that they're not getting as many customers, blah blah blah. But their level of service is actually dropping. Mm. So I'm worried that when it does come back, that you're gonna be paying for nothing. They're gonna be used. To, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be used for Glokio yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be used to all this fucking, you know, the, the lower level of service. Let's call it mm-hmm. or different level. Um, but I've already been in restaurants where you have to pack your own food, which I hate. I hate touching my own food. I still hate it now. I, I won't take it home. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I just feel that there's like. There's like like less like menu maintenance. I think less interaction. Less, back. less interactions overall. They're not touching the table literally at all. They're, like you get the kind of like cups and stuff are still on the table. Yeah. So like I would have to. Th- I think that their job is um, different now. I don't want to say easier because obviously it's a harder time. But I think you know obviously they're managing less tables because most restaurants are operating at a lower capacity. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm just concerned that when it comes back, work. and they're probably getting tipped out just as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried that that is, may carry over to when, you know, things reboot. You know, I think it'll come back. Like what? The I think it's just good rest. If you're an owner of a restaurant, you'd want your 
staff to be as um, serviceable. <laughs> yeah, but you know what they say, like, Possible. you know, like, when the government takes away certain liberties, like, you never get them back, you know what I mean? So it's hard mm. to, like, when you put in new rules to, like, go back. Do you think we're going to, like, the civil liberties or li- liberties that have been taken away so far, yeah. do you think they'll ever come back? Like, which ones? Like, tables of six. Like, I, oh my gosh, so my friend was in Miami, um, and I was watching her story, like, two days ago, and there was a table of, like, 20 people, and it seemed so foreign to me like that yeah. was like holy shit like it was weird to see it yeah. and i just like it just wow maybe they'll, like, they'll keep the six person rule no maybe it makes it easier for, for business i don't think it makes sense true mm-hmm. but i looked at a picture from parlor a local restaurant here and i saw like a huge birthday party i'm like what the fuck and then i realized it was from like last like you know people are like a lot so many people are posting this Go day back. last year and um, how different it is. And I was like, I was, cause I was like, for a second, I was shook. I'm like, what? Those guys are super responsible. What the fuck? How could this be happening? Like, are we back? <laughs> Why aren't they fired? And then I'm like, oh, February, <laughs> under fire. February 7th, 2020. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think those, I think those will be more of a business choice. I'm just worried that the, the service part of the service industry um, will kind of fade away and go to the background. I don't know. You don't, you don't seem to think so. Mm, I'm going to believe that <laughs> it won't. You know, or you know what? I would be that asshole that asked for it. Like, motherfucker, pack my bags. Packing it. Thanks. Pack my bags. Thanks, sweetheart. Gotta go. Yeah. I mean, another another question, kind of along the same vein. Hit me. What do you think? Because um, when clubs come back, people will probably won't have, won't have club clubbed unless you're like in some illegal penthouse um, <laughs> for like over a year, <laughs> like over a year, right? Yeah. So, what would your be like? How unless you went to Tulum. <laughs> yeah, what's your advice to to those people that are like chomping at the bit to try to get back into the club? It, I think it's gonna be rowdy. Do you think what? How, how I've said you... both on this podcast. Yeah, I know I have, but I'm saying that it'll be rowdy now because people even and I can admit it now. When I drink now, I go hard. Yeah, because I haven't been drinking so long, and I fucking black the fuck out, and I feel like as soon as. I think we'd have to have a couple months of like people partying and trying to get back into it yeah. before we get like a regular good cycle and yeah, you get like your regular tolerance back and you're like, you're not trying to wild out. You know? I feel all those single people will be like cage animals, like Rah! just like people fucking on the floors and everywhere in the bathroom. Oh, I'm <laughs> excited for it. I'm recently <laughs> single, so let's what's, go. What's your advice to people when the clubs first come back into the scene and on, on how to pick up? Like, because cause it's going to be different, right? People are going to be back in the social setting and they forgot have, how to yeah, be social. They've only been interacting on Zoom or on DMs or on fucking Tinder or whatever. Like, what's your advice to these, these like, quote, like, <clears throat> not newbies, but like, you know, like to be reintroduced into the, to the social. And we have a whole generation that hasn't, like, that just turned 19. Yeah. You know? They're, so, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> my advice to all of you who are going to be entering clubs once again. Is to meet people with love. That's oh, yeah? it. That's like that's what it is. So like, what do you mean? Like if you are, hey, like, I love you outfit. don't need to come in. Some people forgot how to be social. Like hundred percent. Some people are using this opportunity to kind of um, amplify some bitchy um, tendencies. Tendencies, yeah. and I don't think, and I think they're getting used to it. Yeah. Um, especially with the whole "I can do COVID better than you can" type yeah, of fuck. thing, which I hate. Um, so when you're back. My advice to everyone listening, when you're back in the clubs or big social settings, just try to remember that. Just clock it. Remind yourself, we're all here trying to have a good time. You can be social. You can be friendly. We already have a problem of that in Vancouver. We don't need, need it to be worse. 
So, so just fucking go out of your comfort zone. Meet some new people. Have uh, some fun. Enjoy. Welcome people to your table. Who gives what, a fuck? What does that look like? That is welcoming so, people to your table. <laughs> so you would just be like, oh, yeah, hey, strange person I don't know and never seen no, before. No, but just like not like if someone's around you, not giving them the. I'm talking about like trying to pick up people, not just oh. being a good person. Like you, like you've been cooped up for a year and a half. Yeah, you haven't touched a vagine or a PP. Oh, you're like okay, okay. Like how do you I, pick yeah, yeah. up? Like, how do you not go overboard and try and to like, like catch ah! a case? <laughs> and my biggest advice, my this goes for like even pre-COVID. Like, typically, the loudest person in the room is probably the most insecure slash weakest person in the room. I hate when I go to clubs and these guys are like fucking spraying a champagne and drawing attention to themselves in a negative way, like. You know, there's a time and a place for all that, but like you know, like people like throwing money in the, you know, like it's like okay, like I get it. You're but rich, isn't that or, the time and the place though? Isn't that what club culture is all about? I don't know. I I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I you guess, don't think we serve to like we don't think you don't think that we serve people who want to feel that for a night. No, there's want a want to feel like I'm better than people. But I think the being the loudest person in the room, mm. there's a difference between like you know getting the lights and the sparklers and whatever and drawing attention to yourself that way like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm spending some money you know whatever that attracts or that attracts a bottle rats but like you know like buying the bottle and then like fucking pouring it all out so everyone can see and like just being like super super loud for mm-hmm. no real purpose for some people though that's uh, that that's the moment that they want to be like I don't I, I but just you think it's think, coming from an insecure spot yeah I think that that I think that shows a bit of weakness um, I think that's not the right way to pick up at the club, if I'm being honest. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the kind of person you're probably going to pick up is probably going to be the person who's going to pick up the next loudest person. True. Or if someone's louder than you, then they're going to f- gravitate towards that. Um, yeah, well, I, I like, I like yeah. you know, also I think, you know, especially if we come back to this and people haven't been social for a long time, I think physical cues are, are big. Like, I wouldn't, like, you know, you haven't been social for a year or so and you're at the club. Like Jerk I'll, off before you come to the club. <laughs> no, that too. <laughs> but I would wait till like you know, you know, when you make eye contact with someone, and you can kind of tell there's at least some kind of physical cue that's like welcoming. You know what I mean? Have you ever been at a, a Never spot? Really, couldn't relate. Yeah, right. But you, Can't uh, okay, I'll pretend that this is true. But you've seen <laughs> it. You've seen it happen. You've seen other people like you know, like flirt without actually speaking. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that would be my advice: not to be the super loud. Observe. See, like, if you someone you're vibing with, kind of, like, give some physical cues. If they're reciprocated, then go into the, the, the Nolan's part of start heading, starting with love. <laughs> that would be my personal advice. Okay, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it may be different. Maybe maybe people are like, fuck it, I'm out here, 10 Jager bombs. Fuck, you want to fuck, you want to fuck, you want to fuck? <laughs> that might work, too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you never know who, who you'll get. I think people are sure. so pent up that I think that actually would work. Do you know the best time I was picked up at a club? I would love to I hear. was picked up at a club once. It was in a van last summer. I thought you said it was in a van. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, never mind. Um, I got for you some candy. <laughs> uh, this person. Okay, so we were at an event last summer. Summer 2019, actually. Okay. So I just moved out. I was fucking living. Like, it was, like, uh, August long weekend. Fucking, you know, sun is shining. The alcohol is going. Like, my girls were out. You know, I came on Fresh Fit, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was my event. And it was fucking, it was going off. Yep. And I went to the back room to try to grab my wallet. And this person was coming back from the washroom at the same time. And never seen this person ever in my life. Yep. Not even in like any type of party scene in Vancouver, wherever. And stopped me. He like 
put his hand outside of me and we were in a in like a kind of like a narrow hallway so like stopped me dead in yeah. my tracks and was like in the next 10 or in the next five seconds tell me everything i need to know about you and i was like excuse me what the fuck did you just say to me and he's like in the next 10 seconds i want you to tell me everything i need to know about you yeah and i was like holy shit i've never had that happen i yeah. thought that was like an amazing Creative. line so please you know guys at home use that it's kind of were they attractive so attractive and i was like okay let me ask you this if, if they were not attractive would you be like motherfucker get the fuck out of here no i think i was so taken back by that i would have reciprocated i probably would not have pursued it yeah. afterwards if i wasn't into it but I actually I didn't even pursue it even after that because I didn't know if this person was interested in me in that way yeah. or if they um this was, was just trying to like you know just be a nice person. Ended up telling this person, having a great night after partied. Actually came back to your house, my house. If you don't remember, do you remember which house? The Cole Harbor one. Okay. This is before you moved. Mm -hmm. So you invited us <laughs> over. We came over afterwards. and oh, yeah. up, like, the, infamous, the infamous music night. The infamous music <laughs> night. The first night I ever came to Akio's house and he played his fucking old man music and was listening okay, to fucking John Legend. Who doesn't like not John Legend? No, sorry, John, not John Lennon. John, John, who's the guy? I don't know. The old John guy. John Lennon? John Lennon is dope too. John well, Legend, just really John fucking Frank Sinatra. It was literally Frank Sinatra Frank in his Sinatra kitchen. Everyone's drinking too. tequila, and I'm like looking around, like they just want Little Wayne, Little Pump, Little Uzi Vert, Little Little something. Nah, 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 man. Come on, play some Drake or something. I came on. I like my music level spectrum is like, and you know what? Varied. I've grown to appreciate that about you because we had a good, good music taste. Yeah, you do not have bad. Music. Hey, sorry yes. to interrupt. So, anyways, so came back to your place. Obviously. Felt the vibes, bada boop, bada ended, bada up, ended up having a big romantic love affair for that summer yeah, or see, that like season. That's a great story. But it's funny because this person came to my club and introduced me to their girlfriend. Whoa. But this is right after spending a whole weekend with me at my apartment and me coming up to the girl because I know the girl too, didn't know they were dating. Yeah. And she introduced me to him as like, this is my boyfriend. Was he like? And I was like. Nice to meet I you. I knew right away. I was like, oh my God, nice to meet you. Wow. Like, you know, as if I didn't, you know, spend a whole entire. What's the name? Is there a word for. A beard. Yeah, that. But like, yeah. is there like when when gays try to flip heteros? Is that a. Th isn't there a. Th I like don't a, think. Some I don't kind know of a game? A, it's a, it's is, a thing. It's, it's a, thing. a thing for sure. Is that like a, like, a, like a badge or like not a badge? You know what I'm saying? Is I like think a, it's some, there's like a big thing in the community where you're like, holy fuck, like. I want a straight one. guy, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like I think it's trying to end because it's not it's, it's not, not healthy. Yeah, um, but I think a lot of gay it's people like to do try to do that. Is it because of like, the challenge or? Yeah, it's challenge. It's also like some gay guys are super attracted to masculine men and yeah. try to you know, and that's a whole other fucking <laughs> whole other podcast. Fucking podcast. But uh, yeah, I think it's like it's something to be said. So are you say do you do you think um, that? So obviously, the what you don't the chase is a big part of courtship, mm -hmm. courtship <laughs> or whatever of meeting. And second part <laughs> of the question: Do you? So you're also saying it sounds like you're saying take chances, like that move that that he pulled on you that was like a risk. That's right? probably what made it for me with that person. Yeah, it was like out of the blue, unusual. Like most people probably not most, but. There's a good chance that they could have been like, "What the fuck, tense? Get the fuck up, beat it." You know what I mean? I it was like, that, it was yeah. like, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a he put himself out mm -hmm. there to be rejected, possibly. Totally. So maybe yeah. So that's I'm gonna add so that to a, my. It's a uh, it's um, 
It's a, uh, what's a, what, what am I thinking of? What's the word I'm thinking of? It's something to be noted, I guess. Yeah, for and sure. just add that to your guys' like game, game your repertoire. book. Your repertoire. Yeah. I don't know just if take I chances. Yeah, I if you want to nice. take a lesson away from this fucking podcast, take, take a chance. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Period. Yeah, that's facts. Period. I mean, I probably won't take the shots because I'm way too terrified of rejection, but... If I was... If I wasn't... I would do that. I would totally do that. Um, I fucking was going to ask you another question that I've been thinking about for a long time. You might not have an answer for yes, it. Yes, I'll do it. Because <laughs> because it's like one of those questions that's like... um, You might have, you might have to take some time to think about it. Okay. But was there ever a time in your life that you can remember or maybe you know a chance encounter or like a random event occurred in your life that if that didn't happen your life can complete would be completely different totally do you like do you know one offhand totally well i mean the obvious one covid okay you know (laughs) (laughs) not to be so like hold on let me try to think do you have one well yeah i mean i have like a couple obviously so i had more i've had more time to think about it um obviously when i met um matt schmidt who's been on the podcast uh, for the first time, that's really the only, like the main reason I got into hospitality. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't have that chance in, chance encounter with him at Barcelona, I probably wouldn't be in the industry. Um, another one was when I was in grade eleven, my high school rugby coach. To this day, this is like thirty years ago. <laughs> I remember him saying to me, "He's like Aki in a Welsh accent, which I can't do. Mm-hmm. He's like Aki, you're just not cutting the biscuits right now. We're, we're gonna have to like you're not gonna be on the team." I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, Watch me." I was pretty good mm-hmm. but not the greatest but better than the guy that replaced me um, so I carried that grudge with me for years mm-hmm. and then I made the national team and then I remember that coach coming up to me like 10 years after like not trying to claim me but being like oh he's another Seanigan pro- uh, um, product I'm like no I, no, I'm a UVic product I, I, I'm who you I, kicked me off the team I, I am who I became because of the nurturing coaches at the University of Victoria nothing to do with my high school did coaches. you say that to him maybe not as kind but <laughs> really, yeah, I was like, I, I, I sent something along the lines like, "You did nothing for me, dude. Like, you didn't believe in me. What are you talking about?" Period. Um, I love that you did that. Yeah, but those are two, um, two incidences that I remember where mm-hmm. in my life, you know, if that didn't happen, I probably would have. If he didn't say that, which I, you know, partly thank him, because like if he didn't say that, and I just read out my grade twelve year, I, I may have never played rugby again, and may have gone down a different road. But it's just interesting to think like these like little key moments, little touch points in our mm-hmm. lives can really shape who we become. Totally. So especially with, like, you know, there's like kids and like when, especially with coaching, like I know that some kids have come up to me as adults now. Like, do you remember when you said this to me? And it was something like along the lines of like work, whatever. It was something positive, And I'm like, no fucking clue. I don't remember saying that at all. But they remembered it. And then they really took that it to took heart them, yeah. yeah you never know what's gonna last at something yeah so either. that's that's like you know you're saying lead with love or did you say that lead with love is good lead with love yeah that's oh. good that's, it's, it's, it's episode title let's tm that um if you lead with love like it's it's probably gonna have effect on someone in a positive way that you may not know when exactly. you're saying it but it, people will take that away and i've always i think it's even as a child i always knew that it's the it's like you like your actions affect other people's lives so much more right. than you ever know. Yeah, especially when you're and like growing you can't kid. like you can't just spew negativity and take people for what they are. Um just because you're mad or angry or wanna be spiteful. Yeah. Because it affects people like a lot. Especially as children. That's it, what, totally. Like you gotta be I like, I'm uber aware when I'm around anyone under like sixteen. Mm-hmm 
to like try to be as positive as I can because I don't want them to take away. Even look, my dog is not great with children. Like your dog, for, yeah. For, she's like she's great with everyone, but for some reason, maybe it's the height level. Yeah. She hates so anytime a kid's around, they ask the pet. I'm like, hey, I'm, she's not really good with kids. Cause my my biggest fear is having Kaya like snarl at them and then them being afraid of dogs for the rest of their oh. life because of that incident. I cannot be that guy. So I'm super sensitive around shit like that because yeah. I just don't want because I know children's brains are still forming, and they like take they, like I remember shit from my child, certain things from my childhood so vividly mm-hmm. that if I brought them up to someone at that time who are now like you know 30 years older would have no fucking recollection of it. Totally. So totally. Do you have a, do you, anything come to mind for you? Well, or? just for the whole nightlife thing. I don't think if I met this specific individual who hired me the first time or even like brought up the idea of being in hospitality, yeah. I would never have figured out that, that entertainment moved. is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Period. It's crazy though. Like a ch- was that like a random encounter? Like Totally. Like- it was just me making guest lists. And yeah. I kept making it like over a couple of weeks. And this person just was like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Like, how did you start guest list? What was your first guest list moment? Uh, when I was 20 years old, I came to 12 West, yeah. and I made a 25-person guest list, which, amazingly, they approved. So the first time you went there, you already had it? Oh, okay. I had a guest list. So you made list, it online or something. But it was through my cousin who had, like, showed me. She, he was like, oh, like, uh, because I knew that you had to make it online. Yeah. But she was like, okay, well, just text this guy because he can kind of take care of it for sure. you. I had made guest lists before at Republic, at yeah. Barnon, whenever I went out. Sure. But I hated, like, that anxiety of sitting in class and, like, not knowing if your guest list is getting approved. Yeah. I used to think it was a fucking huge-ass deal. Like, I would be in the group chats, you guys, we got it. We got <laughs> it. Like, it's happening. Yeah. Let's get it together, you know? And then I texted this guy and he took care of it. And then a couple of weekends after that, kept going on, kept going on for a couple of months. Shouldn't go out that much. So you're making guest list for yourself and your crew and my crew every single time. Not being paid, just not being paid. This is just like me to go out. Yeah. And then he just was like, "Bro, like you're always out. Why don't you do this with me?" And my life forever changed. I think I would have been completely in a different direction. Would have been just in school grinding, maybe nine to five or something. Exactly. I probably would have still been working at BC Liquor Store. Um, I would have been a lot more serious about school. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, a lot of the opportunities now, I probably would not have um, this. Yeah. This would never have happened. I think yeah, about that all the time. Met. We would never have met. Yeah. You know, this would, our podcast would never have happened. Like, True. it's, I think about that all the time. Yeah. J- that one chance counter when I posted on my story and you asked if I was serious about podcasting. If I, had, if I hadn't been if, online that day. If you hadn't been online that day. If I didn't answer that one specific question on that fucking um, ask me a question thing yeah. that got your attention, we would never have. It's crazy how, like, things kind of work totally have you never had followed me on instagram first sure do you remember what the first purchase you made when you first started making money like your first big purchase like american first, eagle like, um like i said earlier when yeah. i was telling you I was away earlier i was telling you Akio, my first big purchase was an american eagle hundred dollar jean jacket blue uh-huh. i thought it was the nicest thing i thought it was so styling yeah. you know you'd wear it with your obey shirts your fucking your camel pants they were huge when i was in high school yeah and um i thought it was fucking real hot yeah it's, it's for crazy i mean i was more of an american apparel guy because I guess mm-hmm. I was, oh no, I, no I, to be honest, before that, before that, I was an Amber Crombie and Fitch guy. Really? Have you heard of that place? I have. Have you been? Of course. I loved it. I worshipped it. It's so funny. I used to have like the pop collar and that like little distressed fucking polo shirt. And really? Shit. Like, do you remember pop collars being a thing? Yeah. Did you I ever could have see it? you totally doing that. 
Yeah, I was kind of. I like, thought it was really cool when I was like seven. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. Sunglasses and shit. Well, like for it was big in the rugby rugby community too to have like a popped collar. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. Was that like a sportsman thing? I guess I don't fucking know. Interesting. What um? Okay, what was your like first big purchase like over a thousand dollars? Or have you uh, made one of those yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, probably some like vacations. Okay. Uh, I think my first one was to Mexico. Uh, my first like, like um. Oh. No one this is a wake up alarm time. Sorry, that was my pay by phone. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I remind you of the question while you're because you're not very good. No, my, f- my big fuck. Oh my god. There's dead air, Nolan, because of you. So annoying. So sorry. Being Hold on. Inappropriate. I'm trying not to get a ticket. I have seven tickets I need to pay. Why do you? Why don't you just do? You, I just I should probably get a parking stall or something. I should just probably fucking move down here. Yeah. Anyways, how did that house look at? Amazing. Anyways, wait. My big purchase yeah, sorry. Was a trip were my Givenchy shoes. Ooh. Like that was like my, you know, my little treat to myself. My first designer. Did you wear those bad boys out, or were you kind of like I can't wear these? Every I day? wore them every day. I'd wear them to every shift. I thought it was the coolest fucking person. I thought they looked amazing at like 12 West and stuff. I yeah. thought they're fucking absolutely destroyed now. Oh, like, they're disgusting. Yeah. But like I thought it was booling when I had them. Were they white? They were black with the Givenchy strap and then the bottoms were white so that part looks disgusting. Are they the black dress part shoes or are they? Uh, they're like those sneakers, those yeah. slip-ons because I, I don't like to wear dress shoes a lot. But, yeah, yeah, they're not comfortable. But yeah, if I could dress, dress shoes at the club, it's what was your ballsy. big purchase? I don't know, man. That was so long ago. Really? I honestly can't remember. What do you think it was? What do you like to buy? I don't know. Fuck, probably like a fake Rolex or something. <laughs> like when I went to New York, or something. I used to buy when I was young, like your age. I would go to New York every once in a while, mm-hmm. and like go to like Canal Street. Um, for those of you who've never been to, to to New York, Canal Street is like in Chinatown where they have, you know, fake. Really good, like fake um, watches and bags and shit. And like on the street, and you have go. like the ones that are fake that look kind of fake, but then they take you to this underground room where like the ceilings are like six feet. So you're crouched over and they have all like the super legit fake shit. Oh, shit. So many funny stories. Like in Hong Kong, they have really good knockoff shit too. And I, I think I've told this story before about my teammate buying his girlfriend a um, Louis Vuitton, um, but we got on the plane and it had LW. Oh. And we're like, Dude, you bought her a Louis Wonton. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But I think that's probably like I had uh, from like my early 20s, I had quite a bit of really nice fake, fake shit. shit. Oh. Because I always kind of, you know, I always thought it was kind of cool to like, you know, flex like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then realizing it, like looking back and I'm like that, it's clearly like tinny and uh, like looks like a little piece of an aluminum it weighs like an ounce like mm-hmm. it has no because now like rolexes are heavy yeah. and shit yeah it's just funny looking back on what you kind of valued then um versus what you kind of value now but i mean i would i, I think it was probably something like that mm. or maybe like some weird like a t- i remember buying something for a girl i was dating a long time like back then like a tiffany's piece of jewelry because back uh, is tiffany still cool yeah, still still thing kind of timeless but it's like not like it's not like of. Cartier. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing like that. But it's like it's still good shit. They have like some high end shit, but like those like those little like. Do you ever think Cartier will get to that same level as what? As like Tiffany's? Like, drop? like do you think it'll drop? Hard, I don't think in my lifetime, but yeah, eventually yeah. probably. Damn. But I mean, Damn. yeah, it's interesting to see like what trends like right now. Like I like I don't know if you saw my post. I found my mom brought me some of my old ba- uh, a box of my old basketball cards. 
and I found a Michael Jordan rookie sticker card that was worth like four hundred dollars like last month. Now they're going for oh like God. four grand. Now? Like you know, within a month they've gone up ten X. And I was talking to people like it's so interesting on how value works. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is valuable. Like this pen is worth like whatever. Will you will you buy this pen for ten cents? Sure. Not even. But if like everyone enough people thought this pen was worth a thousand dollars, it would be worth a thousand dollars for sure. Like for value sure. is nothing unless in the eye like, of the unless holder. you have the critical mass to like make it. And it's so bizarre. To, so like everyone's like, no, keep it, keep it. I'm like, why would the fuck would I keep that card right now? It went up ten x in a month. And go down, back down there, and, and when t- people get bored of it or for whatever reason, I think it'll keep getting more expensive. You should keep it. it Michael things, Jordan will be a person but, for so long. Yeah, he's been that person for so long, and but it went up ten x in a month. Why? Exactly. I think it's like for whatever reason, like Meek Mill posted something on it on his Instagram yesterday. The same uh, card I had. So it's that. It's like he's that, that. It didn't go up because of him because he's seen it going up and he realized he had one. So my thought is that if I don't get rid of it soon enough. Enough people are going to see that this is trending. They're going to find their old cards, dig it through their old parents' shit, and the market will be flooded with them. And then when the supply meets the demand, tr- pl- prices will plummet. Mm. That's my thought on it. I could be completely wrong, and maybe in five years, the thing goes up to 50K. Imagine. Fuck it. That thing cost me probably $5 back in the 80s. I'm going to fucking take my five grand <laughs> and be happy with it. Damn. You know what are I mean? you going to sell it? One million. You want to buy it? <laughs> okay, thanks. You sure? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. Uh, well, I mean, it has some money. It's a good investment. <laughs> How much are you going to give it to no me? Commission. 10 bucks? No, come on, bro. Don't be 10 silly. bucks. Don't come be silly. on, man. Don't be silly. Friends and family discount. Um, do you watch The Bachelor? I do. Did you no, win? no, I don't. I lied. That was but lie. you know the theory. Or yeah. The premise. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch it when it first I think came it's out. kind of a little bit degrading now that I watch it. I think it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. It's weird. Like, it's so weird. And, like, I would be, I, as a person, could not be on that show. Imagine as a like, one just, of like twenty five or the yeah, one, one. one of twenty five. Yeah, like imagine no. how that would fucking work. I'd catch feelings. It's so degrading. And I try to deck out everybody you else. You have to fucking line up in double file line to see if you're gonna get a rose. Exactly. And like while you're needing validation from this one person who you may not even like. And you're watching them take other people on fucking dates every yeah. night. Like that's the most toxic yeah. situation of ever. Oh my god. And the bullying that goes on there is oh basically a show that god. highlights the worst parts of humanity. Totally. And another thing, like, did you see how they think that it's scripted though? Like, not scripted, obviously it's scripted, but they think that they're writing names on the roses. So like, you'll notice there's a pattern that whenever someone grabs a rose, they look down at it first. Well, I mean, that'd be fair because like, how are you on the first night, how are you going to remember all those names? (laughs) I'd be like, uh, I like rose to Becky S. Like, no, 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 sorry, not I thought you were I thought you were someone sorry, else. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the girl second <laughs> to the right. You know what I mean? Like how the fuck no, exactly. can you do that? And but another thing like the other day, like, is it I think the one girl said like, Oh, that's basic bitch energy or something like that. Is that a thing, a saying? Like mm-hmm. something like that? Have you heard it? Yeah, basic bitch. You're basic. But you know how like big dick energy is a thing? Was, I haven't heard basic bitch energy, but it's something see something how it's a thing. something bitch energy. Like and it was I don't know. Big bitch it, energy? I don't know. I don't know. If it, it felt it got me thinking like the word like we're talking about canceling earlier. Like word like certain words like obviously like the n-word is super uh, um, offensive to most people, but it, it gets used pretty commonly in the African American community. Yeah. Like does the word bitch get <laughs> thrown around in the female bitch. community in the same kind of way? Like if you I like, think it's offensive. It's calling someone out of their name or whatever. But you can like, like, like girls call each other bitches sometimes, no? All the time. And it's not offensive. 
Yeah. Is it kind of similar to the N-word within But African I don't think, like, guys can no, of be course like, not. oh, you're a bitch. But that's what like, I'm saying. Like, you know how, like, African Americans use the N-word mm-hmm. internally, and it's, like, bro or whatever? Do you think it's going to the same level? I'm just wondering. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I, like, well, the, the reason I thought of it, because, like, she's like, oh, that's, you know, weak girl energy. Or weak bitch, weak bitch energy. That's what it was. Right. Weak bitch energy. I'm like, well, if I said that to a girl, I'm pretty sure I'd get smacked. Totally. But then also it comes across like you have to see what type of tone you're using with it. If you're yeah. trying to call someone a bitch, yeah, then it's like okay, like you have a problem. But if you're trying to be like, "What's up, bitch?" Like I think it's fine. But that's the same thing with the N word, kind of right? You know, like to me, it's like you know they're ma- they're taking back the power away from the word. Mm. You know, that's I mean maybe uh, probably not intentional, but it just kind of reminded me of that. Then it also right. reminded me of like that that video that I talked about about that guy saying racist things about the Asian. Like these are just fucking words. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's the intention behind the word is what matters. Totally. Like the power in any given word is not necessarily could, the word itself. It, I could call you a clown, and it could hurt more than if I called you a bitch. Yeah. Like you it's know? the intent behind the word. Like if you're calling me, oh, you're fucking. That's like like an endearing tone, and the intent is to be like, oh, fuck, that's my bitch, or whatever. Yeah. It's different than fucking you, motherfucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so interesting how like language works. Totally. Like the word in itself by itself it's putting means va- it's that value nothing. thing. It's that value thing. Exactly. Again, you know? Exactly. And it's just like I just I get, I get in these weird tangents. It just makes you I'm, think everything's made up. Everything is Everything made is made up. up. Everything is made up. It, no, that's a statement. <laughs> like, everything is made up. Like everything is false. This is called not a, real a bottle because we made said up it's a that bottle. word. Yeah, this could be called a gooey magoo. It's one forty-two because we said it's one forty-two. Yeah, and the concept of time is a whole other thing we talked about the other day. But it's made up. Yeah, everything is made up. Everything that we experience was nothing, but until we made want, it to be something. I want us. I saw this tweet. Someone was like, "Our whole." purpose was to fuck and to eat that was those were the days those are the fucking days man yeah and then suddenly someone was like ah, i'm gonna make us a coat i'm gonna start like you know killing these animals and making fur and shit i'm gonna make up calories now we and gotta I, watch exactly, those exactly trans fats you're eating too much fats. of that fucking you know bear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some guy like who fucking figured that? Well, I had a thought like this is super off the rails. It's gonna make me sound super crazy, but like, what if the whole farm pharmaceutical industry and scientists at some point got together and said, "Yo, let's make up a bunch of shit, make it seem like science is fact, and that these pills and these meds do X, Y, and Z." I wouldn't be surprised. It's all placebo shit, and we just make billions of dollars because of it. You know what and I mean? People still die from it. Exactly, which happens. Yeah. So I know it's very unlikely, but imagine if all never, these scientists like, never know. Like science, like all the calories, and it's like it's all just fucking bullshit. And like, because like there are some universal truths, kind of, but there are also a lot of things that depend on each specific person. Like one medication works differently for one person than another, and diet and all that. Mm-hmm. So what if it's all just a bullshit hoax? I wouldn't be surprised. That would be genius, man. Pharma so and scientists, smart. let's make these people think we know what we're talking and we about. Cash out. And we're going to say, this is based on science, and science is based on nothing. <laughs> but what we're giving them is sugar pills. And they're, some of them are going to get better, some of them aren't. And they're going to know that. It doesn't work for everyone, but they're still going to believe still what we say. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make billions. That's fucking crazy. Not even billions, trillions. Cajillions. Cajillions. Did I I'm not crazy? even fucking smart. No, you're not, because I am such a big conspiracy person. Yeah, I saw something the other day about conspiracies <laughs> that made me think I'm not conspiracy because it was like people who call other people conspiracy theorists 
just don't understand or something weird. I'm like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> You're a crazy person. <laughs> like, like, I, I, You're like, crazy. If a conspiracy can have at least some kind of logic that I, tied to that it, I could be like, you could yeah. follow it. That like, yeah. just, it doesn't have to be like, like great logic. It just has to be like, oh, I I could see how that could possibly be. You know have what I mean? You, there's this person on TikTok who tries to make the fucking weirdest connections. Should be like, okay, that button is blue. The water is blue, but the water's on Earth. But the Earth has people. People have Disney. Disney is blue. Is blue. So, see, it's just like a bunch of stupid ass connections. So Donald Duck is, is a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's doesn't insane. like people who are blue. See, I can't follow that kind of shit. Yeah. But if something is like a little bit of a string, I could be like, let me pull out this a little bit. <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, fuck, man. It's I... three days later. You're on a mushroom bender and yeah. you don't know where you are. I just hope in the next, in the year 4,020, that people will be like, they'll know more than we know now. I want to live there. I want to see it. Maybe our conscience will be there in a different Would you want to live form? forever if you could? <sighs> and like, what, like, would I just keep on getting old? You would stop aging at a certain time. I can choose. Sure. Uh, I don't think so. Because that's that, that book point, I read. That book I read was about that. Like, yeah. it's not people who want to do that. It's not all it's cr- cracked up to be. Because mm-hmm. like the fear of death kind of like allows you to prior. Like if you didn't have, to, if you know you're never gonna die, like oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, True. Not worried about this. Like oh, I'll fall in love in in two hundred years. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> complete tasks in my day thinking I'm gonna die tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, but, but there's, but there's, but you, you do know that there's a finite amount of time in the day. Mm-hmm. There's a finite amount of time in life on this podcast. A, you know, everything's based on I gotta get going. I can't stay after because I have something to do at three. You know what I mean? But if that concept was gone, and you're like, I don't have to do anything at any time because I have nothing but time. True. True. I'd be pretty bored. I think I would just get so bored that I want to end it. I mean, I would like to like bounce around in time, maybe. Like, see what, like, go through different eras. Like, go to the Westerns, go to, like, year 4000, go mm-hmm. to, like, the 60s and be like. But you'd rather not wait for it to come. No, I want to kind of, like, be like, oh, that looks good. I'm going to stay here for a couple years. <laughs> oh, that, oh, this is shitty. I got to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus, like, having to live through, like, I mean. I they finally know. canceled you. <laughs> I don't, even, even the times that we think are shitty, like, I don't know, pick, like, the Great Depression mm-hmm. years, you know. I think those people, like people who were living in those times, didn't necessarily. I mean, they knew it was shitty. They weren't having the best time, but they it was their reality, and they just dealt with it and they adapted. Like, and that's what humans really do well. Mm-hmm. We are so adaptable, so adaptable that we can figure shit out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we keep going. Exactly. I am been so curious about what's next. Yeah, we, yeah. Like, I want to know. Like, I want to know so badly. I don't know. I don't know if I've been like going through it lately, but yeah. I've been really trying to think about what's next. What's after After you leave this body? Yeah. I, like, I just want to find out and then come back and be like, oh my god, Akio. I, mean, I gotta tell you something. This is gonna <laughs> yes, be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like you have to like you look at like all the planets and like all like, I saw like a little video of like Earth and then the other planets around Earth and then our s- galaxy and then mm-hmm. that galaxy this part of the other the scaling thing. video right yeah and it just yeah. gets big and it's like holy shit we are so insignificant when you break so it down like that and for us to think we're the only satient like intelligent beings is almost dude there's if like you a, think that you're almost dumb like there's a billion galaxies just in our fucking galaxy or I don't even know no. stars like universes there's a billion universes Univer- no no there's one universe is galaxy bigger than galaxies? universe galaxies 
whatever. There's billions of something, and, and I think in somewhere in there, there has to be a fucking like, yeah, a human. And in those billions of things, there's million the billions of other things. Like, is that to be other? You say humans? There has to be other humans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Hold up! <laughs> say humans? <laughs> Are there gonna be other like beings? I don't know. Oh my god! It's just yeah, and like fuck. I, don't know, I think there'd be some other humans. Could be. Could totally like def- whatever happened on Earth could have totally happened somewhere else. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think there's other consciousnesses and other like life forms that may not like, or there could be exactly like t- another Nolan living in a parallel universe doing. Imagine if like working at the other Nolan Costco. is like <laughs> you, and there was a young Akio doing a podcast. Well, that's Whoa. not unfathomable. Whoa. I also think like technology has come so far in such a short period of time that we are in a simulation that is so fucking real because we're actually you think we're in a simulation not really but I think it's possible because you know technology has like like in the last 20 years it's gone from like discmans and walkmans to your phone has everything true like within like five I used to use a walkman an iPod used to be like 10 years ago it just carried music Mm -hmm. now your iPod carries your all your money all your music all your your photography all your deep dark secrets <laughs> true about that and so maybe technology like is ramped up so exponentially that we are now sitting in one of the billions of universes and we're like let's just put this simulation in and see how this plays out because <laughs> it could be that real even VR is so fucking real now like oh, I did a VR thing where I was like kite flying or um kite like uh, paragliding my balls dropped when I like walked off their fake cliff really like it felt it was that real like, oh you know my what god I mean? it'd be so scary it was scary Ugh. But I mean, or even those videos on Facebook where like the person's on the edge of like yeah. a mountain. Uh, yeah, those, have you ever worn Oculus before? No. Like those things are legit. Like really? you play the game in Richmond and like like a uh, like the walls kind of came in on me. I'm like Ugh! like I got like super tense and like felt like even though I fully knew that so I was not gonna get yeah. And that's so yeah. it could be possible. We're just in a really good fucking simulation. Thank you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean my simulation is pretty good. I, I mean, if I was t- if I was in control of my own simulation, I would probably make it a little bit better. You totally grow some titties. Pro- I probably wouldn't be in a fucking pandemic if I had true, my choice. True, true. But maybe it's maybe just that's like, simulation too. <gasps> yeah, so many, that's so many ifs, what's and buts and who's and hows and what's and who's and nuts and buts. You know what I'm saying? Good. Did you want to play your soundbite before we go? Right, do, was I wanted to, but, but it it's, right just, it's not the right time. I feel like I'm gonna play it now. And then it's just it's like, like play forest, it, yeah. play it. Okay, hold on. It's funny because I keep trying to look at you when I sing that song, and you, yeah, I can see you purposely trying to look away. Who who sings that? That's JT, the City Girl. Not JT from the Cancel no. JT. No, no, no. That's JT from the City Girls, and is my fucking bomb ass song right now. I thought she was gonna be like, what's the first line? Eat it up. I like to be fucked like a slut. Oh yeah, I thought, I thought the next one was like, I want you to eat my butt. <laughs> but it was something else. Definitely you're not. Whatever Kyo's in a reality that's a songwriter oh, I'm having a hard time. I used to write fucking bars <laughs> for girls when I was in elementary oh, school. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, elementary school. Yeah. I, but actually, when I say I wrote them, I literally did write them, but I stole them from like Bobby Brown and shit. <laughs> but I was actually a poet. Like, that was my move in like grade six, nice. seven, handing girls poems from other people. 
<laughs> Bitch, check this one out. Yeah, this one's legit. I like to be butt. Would you uh, let me eat your butt? <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. It's been a new episode of PNC. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you for listening. You can find us at our personals on Instagram at PNC underscore podcast or our personals. I said that twice in there. It's okay. Whatever. At Nolan Prasad <laughs> and Akio Kaya. Don't forget to thumb us on Spotify, YouTube, and. Oh, wait. And Apple Podcasts. That's the last one. He's having an off day, guys. I am. What the <laughs> fuck? I need a coffee. Right. I don't need to eat. It's snowing. Come here. Let me eat your butt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.